The Dude Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dude Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and I've not seen a minute of any of the games this week, so this could be quite fun. A non-event of Tuesday's transfer window closing, it's now one point from 15 in the league. A worrying week for sure. Join the conversation on our socials. We're at Dude Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Transfer Window Closes, Killian Hertz Review, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, Scottish Cup Preview, The Loan Report, The Academy, The Women's Team, Who Am I and On This Day with Yarab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 180 of the Dode Fox Podcast. Hi, this is Morris Malpas and you're listening to the Dode Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dude Fox podcast with the capital cruising Paul McNichol and the birthday boozing Ronnie Costello. I'll just add, it wasn't my birthday, it was Claire's birthday yesterday. Um, see when it was episode 180, I was convinced you were going to give it the big darts MC 180 shout there. Maybe, maybe if maybe if I, my head was in a better place about my team these days, but no. There's there's none of that nonsense today, Rondo. But happy birthday, Claire. Oh, and on a, on a, on a, on a related, oh, Jay-Z peeps, man. <laughs> on a related birthday note, it's my young lad's birthday today as we are recording this. I so need that, though. That we that, that we prick is celebrating turning 14. So, third play. 14 He's going on it. 18, 21, 25, 30, 40. Sometimes, but he's 14 going on four and other times. So, uh, uh, all the joys of being a teen. Indeed, yeah. No, so um, like I mentioned there, obviously I've, I've not actually seen any of the games. I was in Barcelona during the week uh, for work purposes and um, it was Claire's birthday yesterday. So the only bits I've seen are generally clips on social media. More so about red cards, bookings, red cards that weren't red cards, red cards that should have been a booking or nothing at all. So I've, I've actually genuinely not even seen Stephen Fletcher's goal yesterday and I have very much seen the boy, the boy, the arsehole for during the week's goal. Uh, but that, that's kind of been it, of course. So it's been a bit of a, it might be a very one-sided chat about the games because like, I've just not had a chance. Um, and obviously we're recording a wee bit earlier today as well due to things that are on and what have you. But we obviously have to start the week with the closing of the transfer window. Now, last week was obviously... Um, Oh, actually, before we get to that, obviously last week, thank you very much to everyone who managed to get through the episode. I was really struggling. My voice was kind of gone. Ian Ferguson was brilliant. I listened to that on the plane uh, going over because it had been such a while. He, he, I mean, maybe too nice for his own good sometimes. You know, he, he could have buried a couple of teams if he really wanted to. But he's very fair to the teams he played for. And, you know, in the two seasons at United had him, um, he certainly done his job, so to speak. But it was great to see him. It was class. It's always great when we get... It's great when we get anyone on, but sometimes when you get a, a, a certain player on that was, you know, very special in the short time he was there, you know, it wasn't a 10 year he was there and he was good for two, he was good for his two year. And you can see that in the comments, mm. especially like on over Twitter when a bit of conversation starts up as well. And like I say, I never, I never ever seen him play. So it was all videotape, the Jim McLean years, cassette, you know, all these kind of VHS, rather. they were all the things I watched it for, but we do appreciate him giving up some time. Uh, a couple of weeks back, a couple of months back, a couple of months back, yeah, about October time, I think. And again, apologies mm. for last week for um, for my voice. It was kind of goose, and it was goose most of the week as well, much to the delight of most people I was away with. But yeah, we were in uh, 
in the airport hotel last week, but we're back in Dode Fox HQ 1 and 2 today. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, last week when we were chatting, though, at that time, mm-hmm. we had our squad, we had our players, and I did say to you the question I said to you if the window closed now, we're, uh, are we, we're no any really weaker on the face of it, but we're no any stronger. And I can only deem with the transfer window slamming shut, as the cliche saying is on Tuesday, we're kind of, we, we are weaker. Like, we are weaker. Tony Watts went, we've not replaced him. Like, we are, you know, yeah. and it was, um, apart from one transfer window, apart from one deadline day, really, 2019, when about 20 boys come in, I've never, mm. we've never been a busy team on that last day. There might have been the odd player coming, but it was just a bit, I was just really disappointed. I just thought we might pull something out the bag or, or whatever. And it, it just to, and I mean, we'll touch on we brought in a loan signing for Huddersfield, but that, that was kind of, you know, nothing came that, that I thought might have came out and whatever else. And it was just a bit, yeah, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. I was in our, Ahead, it was, and I was struggling to keep my eyes open at the end of it because I'd, you know, Sangre does that. But I, I just went and I thought, oh God, let's see if I'm surprised in the morning. But no, I was, I, I was not. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. The most surprising thing was there was no hangover. No, no. Well, but before I get, before I get you my opinion on it, I'm no particularly a great believer in the last day panic anyway. Like if you're going to do business. Try and get it done. Mm. Like, uh, uh, granted, I, I don't care in the ins and outs of what goes on and what it takes to get a deal across the line. And maybe sometimes you hate away until the last day because teams are waiting on certain things to find a place. I don't care. But anybody that signs on the last day, to me, it reeks of a panic signing, usually. But as for the transfer window itself, my opinion that I gave you last week has completely changed. But I said to you, well, we're maybe not that much better off, worse off, whatever. Now that we could look back on it, I think it's been an absolute disaster. Oh, Wendy. Like, I don't know how anybody can dress it up as anything else. Like, you could argue we're, like, considerably weaker now Mm. than we were before the Wendy opened. Given the injuries Uh, that we are injuries yeah. other teams have strengthened yeah. we've put boys out on loan like we're, we're, we're bottom of the league uh, we're squad like we're squad was unbalanced going into January like in, there was areas of the team that needed like reinforcements or improvements or upgrades or whatever you want to call there was but like we're sitting here 5th of February we've never done anything like that like we've brought in a boy like it's <sighs> I don't know, I, I hope that he's an absolute star signing for me, but nobody had heard of him. N- nobody, nobody had heard of the boy, it was not on anybody's radar. We've then been told that we were watching the boy. Okay. Boys, boys have got mobile phones these days. You just go a quick Google search, usually what happens when you've no heard of a boy that your team's a lot of sign. And uh, like it turns out he's only played like 38 minutes for Huddersfield. He got took off because he was going to get sent off. He's played four or five games for a loan team, and he's nineteen. Like he's nineteen, he's away from home. It's it's a big ass. Like we we're in the shit. I don't know if anybody Darren Dice is aware of that. Like we we're in the shit just now. It's it's uh, it's not the time to gamble. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest. Like and there's 
I will have heard this season is, ah, oh, but we'll be in top six, we'll be in the top six. Really? What, what are we basing that on? Like, we're, we have. We're 11 points away for the top six. We are. It's no happening, Rondo. It is not happening. There's there's nine games left before the split, I believe. Ten. One of them is the Ibrox. There's ten, ten games yeah, left we've, before the we've split. We've still got 10, yeah. So we're right. the Livy rearrange one, game. One of them's the Ibrox. So. I'm almost as good as writing that game off. So myself. nine. <laughs> in, in my own head, I'm basically writing that enough. Mm. So we've got nine games left. Mm-hmm. Now, you could argue that these are games that, that they should be winnable, but I just think I can. Like, it's, I, I just think that we've made a howl in our in January. I, I really, really do. Uh, and I'm, I'm a bit lost for words with you, to, to be totally honest with you. Sorry, I cannot... Paul, sorry, Paul, you are right. There is nine games. Um... There, I was looking at, I had the wrong screen up there, I had the Kilmarnock game up, there is nine games. So there's eight yeah. if you take out that game. So, the, so there's so, eight if you take out, yeah. and I, like I can, people will say, shut your puss late. It's still a game that you can win yeah. something on Ibrox. Yeah. Nah, yeah, technically it is, yeah. But uh, history tells you it's not going to be very easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to, to dish out the amount of loans that we've done, like that's one thing. Even even like, the, the, big, the big killer for a lot of people was... Tony Watt going out on loan. Now, Tony Watt going out on loan in itself, I didn't really have a massive issue with it, but to no bring anybody in to cover his place in the squad, to try and bring an improvement and somebody that can maybe come into the team in that position, it's unforgivable. I, I don't care what the thinking is. And in no way am I having a go at any of the young guys there because we've brought Kai Fotheringham back. And he's, he's a good wee player. There's no doubt about it. He's been doing great things at Stirling Albion this season. I hope he turns into a great player because he's he's come through the you, academy. You do like him though, eh? You've seen him. You, you like he's him. He's a good see. player. Yeah. He's a good player. But I'm basing that on what I, what I find out about him oh. at League Two. I'm at, like, are, we, are we replacing Tony Watt with somebody that's turning up in League Two? And again, that's not, that's not a slight on Kai Fotheringham by any stretch of the imagination. But we're bottom of the league, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. That, it's a, that to me seems like a gamble. We can't be gambling. It's just madness. Somebody it's me- madness to me what we've what we've done or Some- what we've not done in January. Somebody mentioned the the about that you're only allowed a certain amount of loan players out and stuff like that. So the ruling that come in for FIFA is you're allowed. Up to eight players over twenty one out on loan. United weren't a near. Well, they 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 are a few over twenty one out, but they didn't have eight. And even further, I'm come back. He's under twenty one, so it wouldn't have been in that rule. Um, because I know obviously people reacted right away. Oh, you must be because of this, that, and the next thing. And my understanding is the rule. That's the rule. So the Kai Fodder and come back didn't make any real difference t- to that ruling. But the yeah, same as you, I just to not replace. Tony Watt, listen, Tony Watt wasn't a, wasn't a, you know, digging trees up. He wasn't a covering himself in glory with his performances on the pitch, his attitude at times, his goals of scoring. Of course he wasn't. But he's still an experienced player that you get that rub of the green with him like we did at St Johnston away where we get three points because he scored the goal. I mean, if you've done that two, twice well. between now and the end of the season and take six points for it, I'd quite happily take it. But it is really disappointing. Uh I listened to his interview as well when he went on Sky and it was a bit shitty, I thought, as well. And the way he was on about the manager and how much he loved Stephen Robinson and stuff like that. Fair enough. I, I'd be surprised if Tony Watts back. That that was that's just my opinion. 
but to not bring in a player. It's, it's, kick, it's kicking the can down the road, though, is it? Like they, they clearly, clearly want a shot one. Yeah. But even though they've, in the short term, gotten rid of him, he's still got two years left when he comes back in the summer. So the problem still exists for the people that are trying to get rid of him. And the, the reasons for wanting rid of him, they might be, they might be valid. Like, I don't know, I don't know any insiders in Tanadice. Oh, I can judge the guy on as he's for him on the park. And, I, and what we do know is that he was the top scorer in the country when we signed him and he's played 40 games and I think he scored four or five goals. Mm-hmm. That, as, for a striker, that's not getting the job done. It's not getting the job done. So, as I say, getting, getting him out on loan, it's not even, I'm not overly fussed about that, but I am massively annoyed that we've put him out on loan and we've no replaced him. Yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, understand why we've done that. Yeah. And, and like, and obviously, on if, the, like, if, if is the biggest word in the world, like, it's only two letters in a rondo. But if Stephen Fletcher gets injured, and we said this last week, we are absolutely Forrest Gumped. Mm-hmm. We are. He's one main man up top. Well, I mean, you only need to look at like the situation for yesterday or even for last week. Ian Harks injured, Jamie McGrath injured mm-hmm. in the warm up, Peter Pollock come off injured, and the manager's come out last and said, Oh, we're a bit short numbers. The manager at the same time said, we'll come out the window stronger. I don't know if that's a wee message to the lads, we need a bit of help here. But we haven't strengthened. We haven't backed the manager in the window. We haven't improved the team in the window, you know. And we're now looking at a bench that is going to be full with six or seven young boys. Because you're now struggling for, for the numbers on there. You know, and even that, Freeman and Graham are, are no old, but they're certainly first team players as opposed to you know, some of the young boys that'll come on that bench and that's a real, a real, real worry. Um, when you look at, you know, take the Scottish Cup aside, we'll preview that separately, but those league games you're on about, Paul, five at home, four away, um, mm-hmm. St Johnston at home, Ross County away, Aberdeen at home, Livingston away, that's the rearranged one, 8th of March, St Martin at home, Rangers away on the 1st of April, then it's Hibs at home, Motherwell away, Livingston home. It actually goes home away, home away, home away. Like, it, that's the part in it, <laughs> it comes with. It's obviously a, dare I say, a nicer set of fixtures, but, you know, you're not, but you're playing a lot of teams around you, and then, obviously, we're going to be in that bottom six. I mean, unless we're winning nine games in the spin here, which the most we've won our season in the spin's two, uh, I kind of see it. But you're going to need. We're, we're, we're in the bottom six. You're needing to win half of the games, eh? You're fighting chance. The, yeah. the only saving grace right now is again, we're not cut adrift. We are not cut adrift. There's Motherwell that have signed seven or eight players in this transfer window, mm-hmm. bit again yesterday. You know? And. And the Butch. Ah, I mean. <laughs> he was never coming back like that, wasn't he? He's I'm definitely not never coming back them. here. But. No, that's, that's absolutely never happening. No. But. Like, the. When they signed him, like I had a look through their their social media, and a lot of the comments were like, "Oh, good signing," and some comments for fans were like, "Perfect, you've now filled every area of the team that that we, the fans, were moaning about needing filled." <laughs> we've done the complete opposite. We've not filled that. We've gave away players. Oh, yeah, striker. Ah, we've got a sparing that we didn't play very often. Yes, and man, you get him. And can what? We'll even pay some of his wages for you. It's an absolute. It's a head shaker, Rondo. I kind of, I kind of get my head around what's happened. Mother, mother, Motherwell are in worse form than we are. It's, 
scary the decline, eh? But but we're below them. Yeah, goal difference, though, isn't it? Yeah, but we're below them. Yeah. So we play them. <laughs> that's the second last game before the split. And they've still yeah. to play Hearts, Rangers, and Celtic. They've still yeah. to play them as it comes. But like I'm it's, saying, they've um, the transfer window shut, and they've they've lost the two games since as well. You know, it's been. Uh, they filled all the gaps, but they've not done very much yet. So long may it continue. No, um, they're, they're, out of, they're out of confidence, like probably every team that's doing that bottom four. But I've, I, and I've been disappointing Tuesday, certainly. And, and what has it led to? And I'm, not, I'm, I'm absolutely not putting you on the spot. You hate to watch what you're saying, within reason. But it's led to fan unrest now, hasn't it? And we've had the last two games, there's been banners. Hmm. <laughs> One of which... My young lad was helping HUD yesterday. He doesn't get so don't ban him for Tanadice, please. <laughs> but th- there's a there's a growing ill feeling. Like the the, the Asgar out banner has been up at Kelly. It's been up at Tynecastle. I don't see it going away anytime soon. And it's just a it's a shite state of affairs. It's no a happy camp just now. Mm. Among like fans are arguing with themselves. And my own thoughts on it, like if you want to protest, then God, I'm not going to tell you no. I, I just personally hope it doesn't affect performances on the park. That that's how I can hope. But I can, like, I can see why people are frustrated with, with what's going on. Like the, the January window has been the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people. There's like Tony hasn't come out and said anything in the press for months and months. I don't. I can't mind the last time he come out and said anything. Like for, probably for when Jack Ross got the job, and there's it's not like it's been a, a quiet season where nothing's happened. Like we've we've given we've got a new manager on board. He's had criticism for all angles, for arseholes like me, and we're still bottom of the league. But boys are genuinely concerned and worried. If the January window has happened and the club come out and say, "I can't be happy about that," we're not happy about it either. But here's the thing. We're skint. We didn't have any money because we actually overspent the budget a wee bit. We'd, we maybe dipped a wee bit too deep into Mr. Ogden's pocket in the summer. And then on top of that, we had to empty the manager because he was just throwing games left, right and centre, 7 nothing, 3 nothing, 9 nothing. Then you would you still might not be happy about it, but you would understand it. Mm. If that is what's happened, and I am just guessing, I'm speculating here, I don't can. But if that's what's happened, at least you would be like, right, okay, I understand. Now the growing resentment towards towards Tony, that's probably that's probably going to be there because he's no daft. He can't there's a number of people that support the club that, that didn't have any time for him and never have. And and probably never will as long as he's there. Uh but it's it's just fucking the the hell situation's a mess just now. It really is. There's such a disconnect between the club, the fans. And that's and that's will you even getting onto the team? It's just there's just things need worked on. They need worked on soon. Bridges need rebuilt. It's maybe oh, a lot of people are of the opinion people need to go. Uh, it's just, it's just a really really piss poor state that we we somehow found ourselves in. Yeah, yeah. It's one of them. It needs. I think it's obviously been quite quiet for the club for whatever reason and, and, and stuff and obviously the manager's the one that needs to face up every week and uh, and yeah maybe it's a case of just saying 
you know, this is this is where we're at at the minute. And obviously, there was the whole talk of it's Harry Suter. Harry Suter going. Just to clear the air. But the thing with Harry Suter, like, even if it's three million quid or whatever, like, that's not getting handed over. You're not getting three million handed to you. You know, no. which is plus, you know. if, plus if Mr. Ogren took that, me personally, I couldn't have blame him. Hmm. He stated when he bought the club, he's here to make money. He spent millions and millions and millions. And where are we? Okay, we've we've got promoted. Okay, we got Europe. But we are now bottom of the league and look to be headed back to where we were when he took over. So if he's if he takes that three million that might take about four years to get in, in its entirety, well, that's if it's even three million round a week, then I care how much it is. Uh, but if he takes that out, then I, I don't really blame him. As a fan, I don't want him to. I want him to reinvest every single penny. But it's no my money; it's his, and he can do with it what he wants. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a frustrating week. Certainly, that was the start of it, and then it was. Um, Kilmarnock away on Wednesday, which uh, I know you you didn't make the trip, but I think you'd uh, somehow managed to see the action. Um, you can buy that away, Gams. But you can still buy them. A frustrating one, given uh, you know Stephen Fletcher missed a penalty after twenty five minutes. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, it was frustrating for there on in. It was beyond frustrating on the night, Rondo. It was uh, absolutely stinking. Absolutely garbage on it. was. I tweeted it when I was watching the game. This feels worse than the Celtic 9-0 game. Like, Kelly on another night, if they if they had half-decent forward players, other than the boy Armstrong, they would have scored about five or six goals. They, but they, and at times they battered us. Like, oh, I, I get we missed a penalty. You score that, you never know. But again, if it's the biggest word in the world and we didn't score it, we missed it. And it was a penalty. I've seen some people say, ah, he's, what does his legs collapse for when he, well, like the boy pulled his jersey. He just made sure the ref seen it. You're right, his legs didn't need to collapse. But sometimes you get your jersey pulled, the ref doesn't see it. So, no issue with McMahon doing that. But that was such a big game for us. We said it last week. And to get the opportunity to go one up, <sighs> And again, like he's took the penalty, he's missed it. And boys are like, what's he talking about for? It should have been so-and-so. Stephen Fletcher. I just assumed that he would be on the penalty. <laughs> and he's missed it. And it's, he'll no need an asshole like me to tell him that we're not in a position that we can miss penalties, Rondo, especially in that game. That might have put their heads down, but didn't it? If anything, it deflated us. And Kelly just, they were just, they wanted it there. And that hurts to say, like, it, I mean, as piss poor as we were in the cup game down there, we were worse. We were absolutely worse. And I don't know, I don't know how. Are the players not, do they not get the league table? Are, are behind the scenes keeping the league table away from them so that they actually didn't realise the predicament that we're in? It was just unbelievable. And again, the criticisms of the managers or the, or the manager is the same. Like he, he waits until a certain period of time to make subby. Doesn't get away anywhere. And then at the at the end, in the last seven or eight minutes, we've got two or three great chances to score. And can we've got to hit the target? And we didn't. We didn't even hit the target. And we could have stole a point for that game. 
Yeah, was a, I was just, obviously I've just read the reports, but, you know, um, they were saying, you know, until the last 20 minutes, it was our Kelly, and then for nothing, mm. United appeared in middle, and McLeod, Fletcher, I had chances, but, you know, back at the bottom, it's, you know, a costly game that's that's not been great, you know, they've been up and doing as well, they got beat again yesterday, come on. But, but we, s- we said it last week, their home records, yeah. for a team, it's where they are, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a really good home record they've got. Yeah, and um, I mean, was it a case that, you know, overall we were poor or it's that? I think a lot of, again, and we'll touch on yesterday, but again, reading that was for 45 minutes, we were good, you know, for the first 45 minutes, whereas it seems like it was a wee tiny spell against Kilmarnock, but we've got to play for 90 minutes, like, or even 45. Yeah, well. A massive win that during the week for Kelly, a massive loss for obviously for, for us as it was, and just when you were looking yeah, yeah. at on um, the results around on Wednesday night, you know, Simon beating Aberdeen, Livingston were beating, Rangers beat Hearts, and then obviously Motherwell beating by St. Johnston, uh, that were, you know, again, just the teams around us stay there, which puts you into a massive game on the Saturday. Uh, I'm assuming you're struggling to name a man of the match for during the week. Did it- Honestly, Ron, I'm not kidding. It was embarrassingly bad on Wednesday night. It was, for me, I'm, I don't speak for anybody other than me, it was worse than the Celtic game. Mm. And we only got bit 1-0, but uh, the manner of performance, the lack of fight, what I thought was the lack of effort in such a big game. And there was about 500, 600 travelling punters that went down there that night. Absolute waste of time and money for them. They should have just stayed at him. Should have came around and might not watch the game. Absolute pish. <laughs> uh, and that was obviously going to be served up with a trip to face uh, third place Hearts, uh, mm. a stadium you know well, given the young team are waiting for you every time you've been there. Uh, was it was Shape it much. were you looking more for an enjoyable day where well 90 minute period you need to shut your eyes? <laughs> Wasn't a, I didn't think we were going to get anything for it again. Like I just hate to be honest. I kind of bullshit you. I didn't think we were going to get anything for it again at all. Uh, when I saw the lineups, <laughs> I just I was even more certain that we weren't getting anything for the game. Uh, I think Hearts, like their their front three or four, they move about really quick. There's a lot that that Janelli is really really Quaker. quick. Oh, he's lightning quick. And then when I was seeing him thinking he's going to be up against Mulgrew or McMahon or, or whatever else, I thought, geez, he's, I thought, geez, he peeps, man. Wait, he hold on, hold on. A... Oh, geez, he peeps, man. There you go. <laughs> that was like, that, that voice was in my head when I saw the lineups. I just thought, they're just going to get the bat at him because he's fast and tell him to run with the bat. Yeah. Barry Mackay, he's a good player as well. Good player. Uh, and Shankland, he's a, he's every game he Dead plays us. against us. He's obviously he's obviously going to score against us. Dead to us. Uh, so I I wasn't a, I wasn't a feeling optimistic one bit mm. before that game. And then Jamie McGrath all. pulls up in the warm up. Well, it, like we got to the game early, and it was so we were in our seats just after two o'clock, Pe. ridiculously early. Love to be that. honest with you, Pe. But we did get. Chips and cheese for the burger van outside. So, so there was a there was a fair oh, bit of scrum that got man. <laughs> so we're going to hit by that boy royally. Stop <laughs> pressing that button. Whatever he is. 
Uh, you've totally threw us there. Ah, so anyway, I was at the game early and then it started raining. So we went back inside, but we'd obviously saw the lineup. Uh, and then when the teams came back out for the game, me and, me and Martin were like, Paul, I can't mind to seeing his name on the team sheet. So we weren't sure what had happened, but obviously McGrath's pulled up with injury. I don't know what the injury is. I'm not sure if it's been said. Hopefully it's nothing major <laughs> because we. <laughs> We didn't have a squad that can cope with major injuries to too many people. Uh, but when the game started, it was everything that Wednesday night, wasn't it? Talk us through it. I thought I th- we started on the front foot. We looked like the team in third place in the league. We were we were having a go at them. We were good on the bar. It was no pan again. We were good at the back. I mean, that whole 45 minutes and there's obviously things that happened in there but the whole first half they, they never bothered us at all and I think we were doing the 10 men for about half what but we, we were just if you take that game in isolation that one game you'd be thinking alright we, we lost that game today but we put in a hell of a performance like for the majority of that game we were absolutely hindered by the fact that we had to play the majority of that game a man less. But you'd be thinking, we'll be all right. If that's the first game of the season, you'd be thinking, we'll be all right this year. Mm. If that's what we're going to get. Mm. But you don't know what we're going to get for the players. You don't know. For week to... Not even for week to week. Like, against Kilmarnock on the Wednesday, I don't think they could have played any worse. And then against Hertz, maybe it's because it was back to the wall and there was zero expectation. I don't know. But they, it was night and day. They were so much better. So much better. And uh, we obviously get an early goal. Talk us through the goal. We get an early Fletcher goal. Fletcher enjoyed that. Certainly did. Yeah. So it was it was a great ball for Sibbald. He played uh, a good pass straight down the line in that channel for Niskanen, who was a revelation yesterday for him to run on to. Uh, and he's crossed it to Stephen Fletcher. I can't mind if he took a shot, it's got blocked, but the bars kind of went out wide a wee bit. And that big daft fucking beardy idiot in the goal, he's, I've never rated him, he's hopeless. And he's just thought, Fletcher's obviously thought the same and thought, I'm just going to put it through his legs to embarrass him. Like, he's embarrassed enough looking the way he does, but I'm just going to embarrass him, put the bar through his legs. And there was none of the shush nonsense or cupping of the lugs, he just stood where he scored. It happened to be in front of the Herbs fans and that's fine. And then he, he ran out of the United fans. So, it was it was an unexpected boost for the the travelling Arabs, uh, but it was a goal that was very well received and and well deserved. Mm. And uh, obviously the surprise, you know, being in the uh, for you, you know, was Niskanen started as did uh, Peter Pollitt coming in, and I think the, the things I've read as well is that you know the two of them they want to take the ball on, but Niskanen's got a lot of energy, kind of getting up and doing, and you know, I just I, I didn't expect the young lad to get thrown in I wouldn't be against throwing him in against Kelly in the cup this week to be honest but to see that because when I saw the lineup, it's a case of right is he playing on the right wing back is he going to play left wing back but yeah. what's going to happen here um, but he seemed to get a lot of praise for that first half uh, well overall I think his performance but just gain energy with maybe no HUD with, 100% with and out. I don't know yeah yeah and who knows how long that's if, he, that, if that's going to last but Niskanen, he, he does like, for some reason, like people, people really, really don't like him. And others think he's, he's great, like he's worth a chance. Uh, 
my own opinion on it, he'll always knock his pan in for you. And we're in a position where we need people to be knocking pans in. As for yesterday, he came in and he was obviously tasked to be that left wing back role. And he gave everything for the cause, Rondo. He was blocking things. He was trying to get on the end of things. He was getting forward. And as you say, like if you take him and Paula out of that squad, I'm not really sure who else is that sort of player that will get the ban just and just want like it's it's natural to them to want to carry it. And even this can to, to a certain degree. I think some of that's been coached to him for his game at Tanadice because he's like he's a, he's a winger. Like it's in a winger's nature. Give me the bar. I'm going to tie him on. But a lot of the time he would get the bar and he'd run forward to a certain point and stop. It's like there's a, a switch goes off and United players heads and then think, wait a minute, I've put the bar too long here. I hate to pass it backwards. But yesterday, uh, there wasn't so much of that and he was really good. He was really, really good. I must draw your attention then to the 29th minute. And, I don't um, mind what happened, Ron. What happened in the 29th minute? Well, uh, <laughs> our, our, our good refereeing pal, Nick Walsh, decided yeah. to go with VAR and, uh, yeah. and produce the red card. Now, I have seen this incident mm -hmm. about 20 times. Yeah. Have you ever seen it in real time? I don't mean live. I mean in real time. None of this slow down market look as bad as possible I, fish I even I don't think it's a I, I don't put it this way I don't think it's a red card and I actually don't think it's a foul because what is he meant to do where is he meant to put his foot I, I just for me it's never a red and I'm no saying that because it's United I'm no saying it because it's my team I'm saying it because it's no bloody red card. Like, I just I just didn't believe it. And I'll get to that wee bastard for Australia with his two-footed tackle that looked like on Liam Smith in the second half that was only a yellow and not even checked. That's a red card. Yeah. Because yeah. he's off the ground, he's in no control. Ryan yeah. Edwards is clearing the ball. I'm not sure what he's meant to do. And that wee Mink Halliday and I rolling through his sock. <laughs> he's a slap in the he face. Is, he is a wee grass in our soul. Oh. He really is. He's such a... Fucking wine. Oh, like well, but it's never you, a red for me. You've riled us now because before Good. that red, there was two bookings. There was a booking for Sybald, which maybe, like, I suppose, suppose it probably was a booking, but it was in of them where he's trying to get around a leg around Snodgrass, and he does catch Snodgrass, and it's a foul. And back in the day, a boy like Snodgrass maybe wouldn't have rolled the boot like he just had his foot. Hit with a bloody sledgehammer, but that, but that's what happens, and he got booked for it. Pollock got booked as well in the first half. Peter Pollock got booked. Peter Pollock got booked for what looked like, and again, I've no seen it. I've watched sports scene, and I'll get to the two pricks in the studio in a minute. But they didn't show the Pollock thing when he got booked, and it just and I'm pretty sure it was was it holiday again. It looked like they were there was a challenge to be made, and their bits got caught. Their bits definitely got like tangled up in each other. It was like I don't know if somebody stud caught somebody's list, but that was what caused the foul. And you thought, right, fair enough, like, it does look like a foul. And the refs booked him for it. It couldn't have been. And, I, and I'm, I've no seen it back. I'm only going on seeing it in live time. It couldn't have looked any more innocuous to me at all. Now, the red card. Need I remind you, the ref didn't even think it was a foul. Very similar to the Tony Watt one against Motherwell when we've just played on, no, not to see here, and then it gets hauled back because some wee grass and arsehole's running a boot with his sock and pointing at his leg. 
Now, I work in an evidence-based job, Rondo. How do you can it was that tackle that caused that mark? That could have been for Friday training for a weekend, but that obviously planted a seed in the ref's head. He's then went over. And as, you know what? As soon as he went over, you just knew. Yeah. You just knew he's going after you. And I've seen it back and I've seen it slowed down and it doesn't look great slowed down. But... <laughs> I look smart what, slowed down. Of course it does. Of, of course it does. That's how it's... Like and do you, do you mind the Celtic game? It doesn't help. That doesn't help any player's case when you slow it down that much, and then you freeze frame it. Where it looks like he's a water snap. He's like, do you it's me- just a nonsense. Do you remember the Celtic Stitched game up. when Sybil had his foot up, didn't get the boy, but when it slowed down, it looks like he's what to the boy's head off. Yeah, right Jack now. Marcus. Yeah, I was there, seen it in real time, nothing. and thought nothing of it. <laughs> thought nothing of it, and and neither did the ref. No. And I, just, I thought it was as, as you say, Dorondo. What is he, what is he meant to do? He's kicked the ball and he's went in hard. And in in my opinion, he's went in hard because he's probably thought Halliday's going to go in hard, yeah. and I'm not getting hurt here. No, because he's went in hard to think I'm going to hurt that arsehole. But he's also I just got, think he's went in hard. He's also got to go for the bar because if he does not, then we'll call him a shite bag. Because and he, and he wins the bar and he wins it. And he wins nothing. And he wins nothing but the bar. It's, and honestly, and that was the fucking game. That was it. I hadn't changed. Like United still put in a very good performance, but the game plan changed, and it has to change because you're then doing a ten men. It, it cost us massively. Now, can I sit here and emphatically say that we would have won the game if he stays on? Of course I can't. I don't. Nobody cans that. Nobody cans that. But show you like that doesn't help. It does not help. So, I mean, overall in the first half, even with the the red card, United good for the lead at half-time? United were the better team. United hit the post. United went up, but uh, there was a penalty shot. There was, I think, a, I'm pretty sure again, it was Niskanen causing havoc going down the left, cut the bar back. There was a bit of a, I think it was a shot in the, the box that got blocked. It was in them where the defenders throwing himself and I, I, I think it hit his arm, whether or no. It probably wasn't even as blatant as the Liam Smithing that went against us doing at Kilmarnock. But I'm pretty sure it's hit his arm. And then the buzz fell to Middleton and you're just like, can I hit it? And he batters it and it rattles the post and comes back out. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say two words to Jackie Magna. Jackie McNamara used to say at the time, but like a couple of inches more and then we're tuning up and it would have been deservedly so. Even we 10 men, like United were, United were the better team in that first half. Comfortably the better team. Went to back four, eh? When I went yeah, to yeah. ten. Yeah. And then even that in the second half for 25 minutes, we kept them the quiet. And then again, it's that double salvo, two goals in about six minutes. Frustrating. <sighs> massively, like massively. It felt... I, I think that we should have... Like, we were trying to hold on to it. And I could understand why, because we had something to hold on to. And again, I'm going to be a wee bit critical of the changes that were made. Like, if, if we're trying to hold on to it, bring on mere defenders. Mm. And I kind of, I kind of mind if it was before, or, or pardon me, or after the first goal, the second goal when Paulitz got injured. But that was, I felt heart sorry for the boy because he was having a really, really good game. Like he coming out of nowhere, I wasn't overly ecstatic to see that he was starting the game. But he was, he was like Paul of old. 
was getting the bye, he was tacking boys on, there was the wee one-touch passes and they were coming off, because a lot of the time he does that, they didn't come off. Uh, and uh, when he went down, he was punching the deck and I don't know, his body's just no, he can't cope with the rigors of professional football. Yeah. I don't think. It's like, ama- <laughs> it, it, like we've touched on, but it's amazing the difference when you bring on two boys that are happy to carry a ball, eh? Just take a bar, get it out of their feet and run with it. Get you up the yeah. park. Because it gets the opposition thinking. Like if it's it's madness when you when you employ the tactics, just go side to side to side. And if there's nothing on, then go back and then go side to side and start again. Push. It's probably it looks when I'm watching things that like that, they get Sterling Uni, for example, it looks so easy to play against. Because they're not trying to get in behind you. So just sit where you are, just jockey them, just mark them go back. United seem to be the happiest team in the world to go back. But yeah, I, I would have, we were clearly trying to hold on to what we had. I would have put, I would have put a new boy on, I probably would have put Ross Graham on, bugger it, flat back, even it. Mm. Because it was essentially that anyway, because we never threatened them at all in the second half. Nothing. We offered nothing going forward. How frustrating but, were the two goals in six minutes? Because we've seen it how many times this season? We've lost two goals really quickly. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I said at the game, I said to Martin and I said to Shaw as well, and I got to shut my puss for both. And I was like, if they score one, they'll score another. And unfortunately, I tell myself to shut my puss when I was thinking it, but I still managed to blurt it out twice. But it just had that feel about it, like because they were definitely the team in the ascendancy. But of course, they were like, they were, they had an extra man, you know, we had. We had put in a hell of a shift. They're they're gonna they're gonna come in. That uh, it was it was a bad blow, an absolutely bad blow. And I don't know if you've seen it back, but the Shanklin goal it gets checked for VAR. And I can't. You're looking at for margins and oh shit! I've just said the two words. Uh, you're looking at really tight decisions and whatever. But is that the cross in the like, box? Uh, he's he's off. Well, and I'm a Jeff seen he's off. I didn't care that was it's goal, got to but... be a part of your body that can score the goal. So his his arm is his arm is clearly off, but I think I think he's I think he is off. I think it's very very marginal, but I think he's off. But it got checked for a couple of minutes. It felt like, and then nah, goal given, and I and even the goal itself, like it was when you see it fit behind the goal. I didn't notice it at the time because where we are where we are housed at Tynecastle, you're at the side. It just looks like Shankland. He's turned. He's He's, he's, it's, I mean, it's a good finish of your him. Niskanen's just not got there quick enough to close him down, but it's actually took a nick off it. I think it's Niskanen that's took a nick off or no, but it's flew right into the corner. I can't, if you, I'm a big proponent, you didn't shoot, you didn't score. Like, fair play, I mean, he's, he's hit it and it's on target, but when you're doing the bottom of the league, that's the sort of shite that happens against you, is it? Mm. It really is. Second goal? Second goal, uh, was going berserk because we had the bar up at their corner. And Middleton, who was excellent for the majority of the game, I thought, he just gave it up too easy. But that's fine, because Levitt's covering him, and Levitt can't tackle. I love the guy. He's If he's no our best player, he's our second best player. Like him or Fletcher, 1A, 1B, whatever. But he, he, he's got to tackle. He's got to. He's, it's, it's letting him do and it's letting us down. There's, there's been a couple of occasions this season where him no tackling has just cost us. And that second goal, I'm not totally putting on him because the bar's still got to come a long way from where he was. 
but you've just got to be game aware. Even even if he if he didn't want to tackle, just grab the boy, stop the attack, stop the break before it actually happens. Tack the booking. Some bookings are good bookings to tack, but we didn't do that. They've broke away. The boy Barry Mackay's he's had the bye. He was a problem. He's played a nice pass into whatever the, the arsehole is that scored it. And he's put it in the far corner. Should the keeper get it? I don't know. I'm no keeper. I would have liked to, I would have liked to have seen him save it but I mean and that was it like as soon as they got the second I just thought well, that's that's us goosed we're, we're absolutely not getting nothing out of this game now um, it, was a, the, it was a bitter blow the mention of uh, the challenge I was on about for the young lad that come off the bench for Hearts <laughs> what's going on yeah that, that, I think it happened in must have happened in about the 97th minute or something that it, that it must have really really late on anyway uh, just before they got their third. But at the time, it, it looked like he flew into the tackle and the ref was really quick with the yellow card. Uh, but when you, when I've seen it back, like, and one of the allegations that's, that I've, I've also read about Ryan Edwards, when people are defending the red card, is, ah, he was out of control. Eh? What do you mean he's out of control? He kicked the ban and he's, his legs, his foot kind of went mm. down onto the ground as quickly as, as it it naturally should. He's got he's got to it's go not, for that. He kinda no go for that. He kinda have a bar that's a yard firm and no go. I'm gonna go for that. Well Rondo, given that he wins I'm, the bar. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but you're you're massively wrong because Richard Foster and Neil McCann tell me last night when I was watching it that, that he tried to break Halliday's leg. Even Robbie Nielsen said it wasn't a foul. Like, think about it. Look at it. Look at he's, the Craig, he's old school. That's the sort the, of thing Robbie Nielsen would do. But look at the Craig Gordon incident. We've got a penalty for that because he got there first. Yeah. You know what I mean, so what did they to Arsenal yeah. say last night? We, we've 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 no had we've no had anything for referees in the games against Hearts, <sighs> and I and it sounds like oh bitching about the referees. But that's but that's what not. it sounds like, like we're doing, but we're not. Yeah, but but you're right. If you go back to the Tanner Dice camp, we should have had a penalty when Craig Gordon sadly suffered that horrendous mm-hmm. leg injury that he's that he's now over. <laughs> For some reason, he seems to be fine. He's him used ba- to be before the gap. Unbelievable he stuff. Brand new. He looked brand new. And then Shankland goes and throws himself to the deck. And that's how he was getting pelters yesterday. So when he'd done the fingers in the ears shite when he scored, you were getting booed because you cheated with that. That's what oh, that's about. Uh so uh, decisions have went against us in these games massively, massively, and that <sighs> I don't can Like the, these days, it's not surprising to me. I'll say that it's not surprising to me that Edwards got sent off for that. Mm. But it might happen again next week and again, and and it'll no be a red card. There's no consistency. It's a nonsense. He's went for the bar. And in my opinion, he's went to make sure he doesn't get hurt rather than going to make sure he hurts the boy. And it's no a non-contact sport. He's caught him, right? I kind of was joking about how do we get Halliday's mark on his leg was fair. It probably was fair, Edwards. Because when you see it slowed down, he's, he's definitely but catches... But what's he meant to do once he kicks the bar? Exactly. He can't... He can't do <laughs> anything I'm else. Siding, I'm, I'm siding with you, Rondo. You can't do nothing else. It shouldn't have been a red card. But these days, I don't care what a red card is. I care what a handball is. I care what a red card is. I care what the refs are doing half the time. And it's not just, like, it's not just the ref. Somebody's obviously looked at that and thought, ho, ho, hold it. 
Because as I say, the ref didn't even give a foul. It happens that quick. And then he goes over to a monitor and he slows it down to nanoseconds. Of course it's going to look bad. Jeez. Jeez, he peeps, man. It's going to look horrendous. <laughs> oh, jeez, he peeps, man. So they then get a third. Ginelli uh, also gets sent off for a, <laughs> sarcastically applauding after getting booked for time wasting. I thought, uh, well, at least the referee's done something right here. Um, uh, obviously, 3-1, three, 2-1, three, one, one, yeah, and goals, it does matter, but you know, a frustrating, a frustrating end to a week yesterday. Dreadful. It's been it's been a dreadful week. Mm. It's been a dreadful week, and as as well as we played for the majority of the game yesterday, like once again, got no points. Mm-hmm. So whether you whether you put in a Kilmarnock type performance or whether you put in that sort of performance, if at the end of the day you've still got bit then it's very hard to, to look for positives. You know, any of the positives yesterday, Pollock, he was excellent. He's, he's now probably out for the season, kind of in his, kind of in his luck. It's, it's just, uh, it's, it's a horrible situation that we find ourselves in when, I mean, in, in some ways it's even more worrying that we're playing well and still getting bit. Because we've seen that shite before. Mm-hmm. And we can where we ended up. Man of the match? There was a few good performances. I thought I thought Mulgrew was good. He he compounded my initial belief that he was going to have a really tough time on his hands. He, he was good. Uh, he, he maybe could have got to the second goal that they've scored. I thought Middleton was good for the majority of the game. Uh, but I'd probably have given it to and just, just for his sheer hard work and endeavour. And I can't, listeners will be shouting their head. But whatever, I was there and he put in a hell of a shift for the team. Yeah. Um it's it's obviously been a an affy affy frustrating week. Uh, obviously a lot of when things are going right and as expected, the game plan's fine, but you know, we've said it before, the substitutions and maybe a plan B and maybe just going for it when we should have and the end of the day, see against Kelly Journey again, I wasn't watching that, but see if you're still one 0 doing with ten minutes to go. Just go for it. See if you go for it and get bit 2-0, you get bit 2-0. Okay? But there's every chance you start. I mean, we used to we used to have a right laugh uh pre-podcast days when like Durn and Nahan would go up front, you're thinking, jeezy peeps, man. Oh, jeezy peeps, man. But uh like see when you're one 0 doing and you've got three seven halves on. How no? Just how especially with Fletcher being, you know, he's now played what is that two ninety minutes in a week he's played? Something like that. So yeah. it's a real, real. Um, it's a real <laughs> but we've put we've put ourselves in that position mm-hmm. because he's our only main striker. Hundred percent. He is our only main striker. So, like we've said our season, he's he's been brilliant, but he's maybe no less than ninety minutes. Well, he's going to hear because that's what we've done to ourselves. Right. Before we uh, move on, have we look at the Scottish Cup? The good this week, Rondo. Honestly, then we lost three games in six days, and we made a howl and earth of the transfer window. So my my head's my head's doing. My glass is not it's not even half empty. I think there's like a mouthful in the bottom. Of it <laughs> that's a mouthy left. So it's, been, it's ah, so there's so there's no good. The bad again. I'm going to sound really critical, but. 
just the manager's apparent inability to change things positively in a game. It's it's no help anymore. And VAR, that's definitely that's, that's going to be there every week. That's bad every week. And ugly. Well, it feels like the whole week was ugly. Uh, for the end of the transfer window to the past poor performance doing at Killy again. And then on to Tynecastle where we all ultimately got pumped. Uh, it was it was beyond a bad week, Rondo. It was an ugly week. Okay. Uh, Kilmarnock in the Cup uh, this Saturday. Uh, we'll not dwell on it too much, given it is Kilmarnock again. I'm sick of the sight of them, but... Um, what kind of changes would you make going into the cup and given say McGrath's out and Paulitz out and what would you be uh, what would you be looking to do? Strongest team, strongest team, and uh, you've just got to give yourself. I don't for a second think we're going to win the cup. I just don't. Uh, but you've got to give yourself a chance. It's a home game. It's a home game against a team that are red rotten away for him. I'm. Bizarrely confident that we're going to get through this tie. Uh, probably basing that more on how shite they are away from him than than what we are like. Because again, then again, what we're going to get might put on a performance, might not. See how the players feel on the day. Uh, but you've you've got to go with the strongest. But I said that when we were playing the University of Stirling, just play the strongest team, mm-hmm. and if you get a few goals up, then you can start pushing the boot with it. But for me, now nah, you just got to go for it. Yeah, same. Because it's played to a finish, isn't it? Yeah, replays. Yeah, yeah, replays. So it's it's a one-off. Just go for it. Best eleven. It's it's hugely frustrating. You know, it, it might be that you know break for the the league, but we still want to go out and give it our all. But like I said at the start, you know, it's one point for fifteen. It's four points from eighteen for the start of the year. You know, we beat obviously St Johnston then beat for the Rangers, drew with Hibs when we probably should have won, and then we've also had the three defeats in the past six days, so it's so, so frustrating, you know, fine margins and all. Uh, but just given that we're going to have five home games out of the nine, you know, against, apart from obviously the, the, the Rangers, the rest of them you're thinking, well, let's just get our best shot and hopefully... Can start it on uh, Saturday. Give her all. I'm the same as you. I mean, I, I wouldn't be against given the injuries are mounting up. You know, stick the stick the new boy in the defence alongside a. Mm-hmm. Well, Edwards will be able to play. He'll probably miss two or three games, so you're probably going to need him now. But I, I'm the same as you. I would be sticking your strongest team out again. If Fletcher can mm-hmm. do the business, you can bring off. But there's the only midweek game is the eighth of March, so you would hope you could stick ninety in. And if he needs day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, then I'm alright with that. Again. So he could play because mm-hmm. when he's not on the pitch, we're a, we we kind of go out of pot because we're he's different. so important up there. He's so so important. And yeah, can you know that the, we we play. People say that you, from other teams go ah, but you just play a long bomb. They didn't give him the credit he deserves as a football player with a bite his feet. But and it, he can do it. Ah. But it sticks. Oh, but but it's if you there's one thing playing. If you take him out of the team and you put Ronnie McLeod and Argo or Glenn Middleton up front and you try to play the same system, the ball's not going to stick with these guys majority of the time. He's well stuck the in best, the best. Exactly. Exactly. You'd, you'd hit it all or the whole game plan. And again, that, that is where criticism of the January transfer window comes to. Mm-hmm. Because if Stephen Fletcher picks up a knock, it doesn't bear thinking about. No. no. It does not bear thinking about. And we've done this to ourselves. 
But I think we'll win next week. Good. I'm, I'm glad we've kind of near enough got to an end. We are positive. I'll tell you what, most people have now been waiting because this has went on much longer for two games and a preview and everything. But people are desperate to hear how this February onwards, Lone Report, now looks and indeed sounds. Stick the kettle on, folks, because we might need it. Yeah. Strap yourselves, then. Declan Glass at Cove Rangers. Deco was an unused sub as Cove travelled down to Firhill to defeat Ian McCall's Jobby 11 1-0. Archie Mikasin at Falkirk. Unfortunately for young Arch, he has completely goosed his hamstring and is almost certainly out for the season. A nightmare for the lad. And myself and Rondo wish him all the best in his recovery. Chris Mockery at Dunfermline. It seemed to be a bit of a waste of time for young Mockery on Saturday as he was left on the bench by McPake for 90 minutes before being brought on to use up some time at the end of his side's 2-0 victory over Sean Dillon's Montrose. Adam Hutchison, Darren Watson and Finn Robson at Forfar. All three of our young loanees would start the game up at Station Park as Forfar hosted Stranra. Finn Robson has continued his excellent form, producing another accomplished 90 minutes. Adam Hutchison has again helped shore up a previously poor defence. And Darren Watson, on his debut for the team, played for 69 minutes before being withdrawn. Forfar won the game 2-1 to make it four wins on the spin for them. I don't think they've lost since we loaned them players. Just, just saying that. Leighton Bisland at Pierhead. Fintry Sham Leighton Bisland would play the full 90 minutes on Saturday as his Pierhead site travelled to Aloha. Like many visits to that god-awful hellhole of a venue, he wouldn't have the best of the results and he ended up losing on the losing side as Mark Durnan and his Aloha teammates ran out 1-0 winners. Flynn Duffy at Stirling Albion. Flynn would start this one on the bench on Saturday and was also the lone United loan he left at Stirling after, and we've spoke about it already, United recalled Kai Fotheringham through the week. It was an away game at East Fife for Stirling and Flynn had to wait until the 55th minute before getting some action. When he came on, he had a solid game on the left flank and helped marshal the defence given that Sterling were, ten, were down to 10 men at the time. In the closing stages, he had an excellent clearing header at the back post to help earn his side a hard fought point. The game would finish 1-0. Rory Adams at Gala Feradine Rovers. Saturday brought a trip to sunny Dumbarton for Rory and his Gala side as they headed to play the Rangers B. The expectation was this would be a tough one with the Rangers being near the top of the league and the bad guys took an early lead with a shot through a parked penalty box. Five minutes later, and believe it or not, it was the age-old Scottish football shout, penalty Rangers, which was converted to make it two. The Rangers were back on the attack soon after when their striker got round Rury to make it three within 20 minutes. The bad guys then were taking full advantage of having the wind and rain at their backs. So it wasn't that sunny, was it? Gala finally managed to settle into the game and score, and the score stayed 3-0 at halftime. 15 minutes into the second half, the Rangers were reduced to 10 men when one of their horrible mob was given a second yellow for diving. Cheating Baza. Gala weren't able to take advantage, though, and lost a fourth. It wasn't until the 78th minute they got a consolation goal, direct from a corner, which the Rangers keeper just ushered into the net. One of those games where you're just beaten by the better team on the day. Uh, Gala now have the fun of playing the second-place team, Tranent, on Tuesday night, and Big Ruri will be hoping for some more game time 
but a far better result. Jacob Comer for the Cumbernauld Colts. Jacob was back in action this past weekend as his Cumbernauld Colts travelled to face Berwick Rangers. In what turned out to be a fairly even game, the team from south of the border came out on top thanks to a well-executed free kick early in the second half. Jacob started his first match in several months on the right side of a back three. He saw plenty of action in a busy first half with wave after wave of attacks by Berwick. However, the teams went in all square at halftime with Jacob making several last-ditch interventions to keep the home team out. The second half started with Berwick pressing down their right and eventually the pressure paid dividends 20 minutes into the half. A free kick awarded on the right, 25 yards out, was swung into a dangerous area in the box, resulting in the keeper being unable to get anything on it, with the ball nestling in the net and the home team taking a 1-0 lead. Despite the Colts introducing subs, Jacob came closest to getting an equaliser with a flashing header from a free kick just grazing the Berwick upright. The hosts held out despite the Colts being more progressive to seal a hard-fought win. All in all, a good comeback for Jacob, who played a full part for 90 minutes. Oh, he's still there, Rondo. He's still there. Okay, hang tight. Logan Chalmers at Tranmere Rovers. Logan would start Tranmere's game against Stockport on the bench this past Saturday. He'd be introduced, however, but he had to wait until the 60th minute for that. By that time, his team were 2-1 down, and shortly after coming on, they'd go 3-1 down. Tranmere did pull a goal back, but it was too little too late, and Mickey Mellon's men would lose 3-2. So in Logan's first two games for the team, he has started both on the bench and has won one and lost one. The academy team. On Friday night, the young team headed west to take on that horrible mob for Govan. Now, obviously, I wasn't there but I'll read you a little excerpt from the United Match Report. Despite being well beaten on the night by a side visibly physically superior, the young terrors can take a multitude of positives out of a largely positive display on the north side of Glasgow. Rondo, get a, a guess at what the score might have been. For are these positives? Got about 2 now. Final score. The Rangers 4, United 0. Oh. Two things of note from the game. United's cup-winning captain Andy Webster's son played for the bad guys. And believe it or not, the Rangers goalie on the night was a lad from Northern Ireland named Mason. The women's team. <laughs> the women's team. Oh, Last week, it was a trip through to Hamilton to face the female version of the jobby that simply win a flush. Hamilton were sitting in second bottom position in the league with United just above them. It was a game that the girls would have been looking to win. And a game that was pretty much dominated by United and their possession-based game, they could only leave New Douglas Park, or whatever the hell it's called these days, with a point. Podcast pal and goal-scoring sensation Danny McGinley would score both of United's goals on the day, but a miscommunication between Jade McLaren and the big daft goalie allowed a tame effort to find its way into the back of the net and for Hamilton to steal a point. As for this week's game, the team are at home to the Rangers. And I think we all know how that one will pan out, unfortunately. <laughs> I've just seen a tweet there um, from Alan Tempo for the Tully. Uh, he's saying Ian Hark's out with a hamstring injury, uh, Jamie McGrath went down with a hamstring injury and Peter Paul is also a hamstring injury. And obviously... With the reports flying round, uh, depending on what group chat and what 
Twitter pages you follow that yeah, you know, Aziz Beach could miss the rest of the season. It's um, worrying times when it's times like that. Worrying, worrying times indeed. We have done this to ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. Are you, are you fit for selection? Could you play next week? If I get your. Uh... No, no. Okay. Just no. check. I am less fit than an injured Peter Pollock. That's how unfit I am, Rondo. I could, fit, I could slice the oranges, quarters, <laughs> eights, fill up the water balls. I'll even carry the water balls to the dugout. But anything on the park, at the wrong side, the ah. wrong side for me with the white line, there's no point. Well, uh, there's just no point. We'll be selling the jerseys. Right, who am I? Got a wee break last week. Uh, means it is back uh, this week. It's 18.17 to me. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll go further ahead today. Well, you don't know. Um, no, you won't. You get it right the first clue, five points, second clue, four points, third clue, three points, fourth clue, two points. And you're on the last clue. It is one solitary point. And it is Paul asking the questions today. Let's go. Hit me. There goes Rondo. Okay. In this player's four seasons with the club, he always wore the same squad number. Four seasons. Same yeah. squad number. Yeah. Could rule a lot of players. You could. Four seasons. Four seasons. I, I hope you get it in the first in the first thing, because I'm possibly sick of this game. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm getting bit. Jim Lachlan? It is not Jim Lock. No, it is not. Well, that was a throwaway guess. Clue number two. This player was previously at the Rangers when he was younger and his first goal for United was against the Rangers. Come on, four points, Rondo. Good clue, that. Give it to me. Give it to me. Good clue, that. Was Jim Lachlan us for four years? I've no idea. It's a total guess. Ah, okay, okay. Total, total guess. You might have been right enough. I think I got more on ask. I, I, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'll go with another defender. Dan mm-hmm. Dodds? It is not done, though. <sighs> not cool. Number three. This player was signed for United on a pre-contract. Ooh. So four seasons, same number. Was it Rangers or Bern? Scored his first goal against Rangers. Pre-contract. We can't have done many pre-contracts in our time. Well, that, that's what I was thinking. Like even this January, like we've, there's nothing. <laughs> not even a, not even a whisper. Never mind a rumour. Well, that's that's probably partly the reason for the pre-contracts. 
I'm, I've kind of had about what Blanc here. I've done. No. Jelly Blanc. Okay. Two points. Okay. Pash. <laughs> well, that is what it is. I only got one another week. Clue number four. This current player also played for Hearts. Is that it? That's it. That's a great clue. That narrates that I did. I've... I've built all these clues to this. This is a gimme. This is a gimme. This is two easy points for RC. I don't know what the Rangers link is. But it's got to be Liam Smith. What? Nailed it. Gee, Rangers is a bear. N- nailed it. He was a Rangers youth, apparently, yeah. Oh. Uh, but uh, he was at he was at. No, no, he was when he was a bear. Right, uh, at the age of four. <laughs> well, uh, the fifth clue, yep, the fifth go. clue would have been half of this player's four goals for this club <laughs> came against the Rangers and I was going to give you a sixth clue like you were at you were at the game the first game that you scored but I wasn't it oh Covid Covid season yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yep. I'll probably tell you for it before you actually seen it <laughs> probably did because you were a prick yeah uh, right final bit of business on the stay in association with our archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006 uh, 6 February is a focus Two games, two signings to about to 2010 and United travelled to McDermott Park with memories of their League Cup quarter-final defeat to St. Johnson earlier in the season, still fresh in the mind. But David Goodwillie knocks the only goal in the Scottish Cup fifth-round tie right on half-time as Peter Houston's men booked their place in the next round. In 2021, United travelled to Dingwall with a lot to play for. Back-to-back defeats at the hands of St. Myrne, Hibbs and Motherwell brought the bleak cloud of relegation closer to home than it had been all season, with fans putting the pressure on Mickey Mellon and his team to succeed. It was a make-or-break game that could potentially define the season for United. Some boy with a massive forehead put us 1-0 up, before Ryan Edwards headed in a second, as United picked up all three points behind closed doors. County had six players in their 20-man squad that day that have played for United, Paul. Can you name them? What year was that? 2021. 21 and they they had 20 players they had they had 11 players nine on the bench and six of them have played for united who are they gardine correct was on the bench that day keith watson correct also on the bench that day uh ryan down nope cole donaldson nope oh uh, the keeper, Laidlaw. Yes. Uh, what else? Ugh. 
I was probably there again. What was the score in that game, did you say? You weren't there, it was COVID. You weren't there. All oh, right, I wasn't there. Well, I would have watched it, though. 1-2-0. Oh, I remember it very well. Right, I remember that game very well now. The 4-8 uh, scored and Ryan Edwards scored. Yes, fair corner, I remember. Can't think, of, can't think of their team, though. Keith Watson's been there for about 100 years, has he? Mm. Keith Watson, the three, the three you've no got yet, all started. United's team that day was Seagrass, Smith, Edwards, Sporler, Reynolds, Robson, Butcher, Fuchs, Paula, Shankland, McNulley. Mm. I'm going to hit a concede defeat. I can't, I can't think of the other three, but I'll kick myself. One was a defender. Okay. Callum Morris. Ah, so, uh, Callum Morris, yep. Two strikers. One couldn't do one-on-ones. Billy Mackay. The shite, the bed. Hey. Big, beautiful front man. Tony Andrew? Tony Andrew, yep. Christ, forgot he went there, mm-hmm. right enough. There you go. Uh, our signings this week, both strikers, uh, the first of which scored three in 13 games, signed on this day in 2016. Three in 13 games? Eduardo Ferry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well. It, uh, well. The next got four. relegated. I kind of make up my mind if he was any good or not, right? And he definitely doesn't have a bio on the Arab archive. Played five, scored none, signed on this day in 2020. Rakesh Bingham. Rakesh Bingham. Uh, he's, there was one game where he set up a couple of goals, I'm sure. But uh, he, he's now National League. Yeah. It would have been co- it would have been the COVID season, like because it, he only played five times. Like that was the COVID oh, no, season. I, I, I'm sure. Uh, Has to be. I thought. No, I thought I seen him. Maybe it's, I did not. I no, care. no, as in COVID got cancelled. Cancelled that uh, season. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, he definitely set up a goal for Louis Aubry. I can remember. But uh, it was just another. We were signing boys like my Aiden Nesbitt got signed and played about three games yeah. or so. We were signing boys for fun, but to be fair, he might have played a wee bit more if, if, if it was. But he's just um, he's 30 this year, Rakesh Bingham. Yeah, you were right. Well, he was we the biggest the, team that he'll ever play for. Uh, he's played for that job, he didn't he? Quite a lot. Yeah, he plays for Ebbs Fleet United. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's right, because they were in, they were on the TV a while back against Fleetwood in the FA Cup. I might just see in his name. Mm. Nah, hey ho. There you go. So that's it. Back to Scottish Cup duty on Saturday. And if I'm being brutally honest, I'm bloody sick of playing the Maradi. How do you think we'll get on? We're at Dode Fox Podcast on social media. Do have a great week. Stay safe. And don't forget to wash your hands and your arsehole. <laughs>